It's a massive part of our industry, isn't breeding? And with Steve Davis waiting patiently on the line for us, we're going to talk a little bit of it after the uh, the conclusion of the New Zealand Bloodstock Karaka 2024 yearling sales. Book one, book two, incredible stats, um, well over 90 million in combined uh, the average and combined aggregate, the average uh, over 120,000. The median about 90k, 76% clearance. Uh, so look up, 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 right on. It was pretty special selling. And the man in the middle with the gavel was Steve Davis. Morning, Steve. Nice to chat. Morning, morning, Louis. Morning, everybody. Yeah, nice. Hey, how was it? What did you feel? What was it like backing off that Karaka uh-huh. Millions? That day and getting out there on Sunday, can you talk to me about it? Your first lot of the day, it came in hot. <laughs> yeah, well, that was sort of set up nicely by Michael Nebone, who decided he'd do the first 20 and, of course, left me lot 21, which was the sister of Pro-West. But, uh, yeah, thankfully, I'd had a bit of a blowout up at the Gold Coast, so I was sort of coming in with a little bit of uh, training. But, uh, yeah, no, it was nice. And she was a lovely filly. I mean, obviously, she made a lot of money um, by anybody's standards. I don't think anybody really anticipated she'd make quite that amount, uh, but it was just great, great for everybody. Well, look, one of the highlights for me, no question, of my career to sell for the Bakers, you know, long, long-term long breeders in the industry and the raw emotion of Denny. I went down to the uh, the stables, you know, a couple of hours after the horse or Philly had been sold and, uh, you know, we gave a hug and he's emotionally, you know, tears in the eyes, you know, it's just great stuff, you know, it's outstanding. Yeah, that's... They're our champion people, Mark and Vicky and Denny, and you're so right. Like, you could tell how much it meant to the whole family. Everyone was in a bit of shock, and, you know, there's nothing like it when you get over that million-dollar mark, Stephen, and the, the kind of the air comes out of the room, and it and you just – and to be fair, you, you played it beautifully, and, and I know everyone was so grateful for your part in it, which is just a small part because it, it takes a lot to get these horses to that, that sales ring, doesn't it? Yeah, it certainly does. I mean, it's two, two and a half years, basically comes down to two minutes in the ring, and that's why you've got to do your best for them. But it worked out. I mean, at the end of the day, you had Guy Mulcaster wanting a little 25. You had uh, uh, <laughs> Seamus Mills there bidding away. So to have three people over on, you know, over a million dollars still bidding was, is quite rare. Um, you know, it was it was, it was outstanding. And, I mean, 1.6 Moody, the horse will get every chance with Peter Moody and the team. And, um, you know, she was a lovely filly, irrespective, as I think, as I said in the introduction, no matter what she would buy or out of, she was just a nice filly uh, and ticked all the boxes. And, uh, yeah, being assisted or group one horse, she'll have residual. And uh, one would suggest physically that she could go out and do it herself. Hopefully she Yeah. Yes, yeah, you're right. It just all lined up. I mean, outstanding type, clean um, x-rays and just, yeah, just beautiful, beautiful filly and with the with the uh, the close relation, the family heritage as well. So, Steve, Andrew Seabrook was, I would say, judging by Andrew and seeing him do a, a million interviews through the years, I thought he was quietly confident he was on the precipice of a pretty good sale. I think he was, he was being conservative, but he thought that they would, you know, if he could meet and just slightly tick over what he did last year, that'd be a pretty happy result. But I guess the amount of expensive lots that you managed to sell, not you personally, but the whole team, was quite a bit of a shock. Over 500000 I think there was well over um, twenty in book one and then over 100000 in book two. What was your read on the sale going into it? And did you think that there was a bit of overachieving going on here? Or were you, were you no, thinking no, there could be some no. fireworks? No, I think uh, for a little while now we've, we've known that with the success of um, you know, we're not just a one-hit town with Savabeel in terms of size. You know, we had quite a, 
a variety and depth of size that people were keen to buy, and particularly our Australian friends. You know, Poissier, obviously, uh, would probably be the highlight of that, and we had a number of those in there. Uh, there was good talk about a number of the others, obviously Super Seth and, and those, and uh, Halloween Zane uh, looked a really good types in terms of yearlings, so the first crops, you know, size. So there were a lot of opportunity. We, we, you know, I would have thought they had to be quietly confident, given the success of our stallions over in Australia uh, and the success in, in Hong Kong and off the back of a very strong two-year-old sale. Um, and obviously, you know, Magic's held up. Um, it was only down just slightly. So I thought they, you know, but... Jesus, they're up 10 million, uh, I think, New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's um, quite incredible. I mean, if you took Thursday out, which was frustrating as auctioneers and breeders and, and sellers, Thursday was the down day in terms of, I thought, gee, we're running out of buy. But then kickback yesterday was huge. Um, so it's just, you get that sometimes, you know, the way over spread over a catalogue, you might get a day where there's just, it might be just a little weaker in terms of the types being offered. But you know, overall, when you cast your eye over it, um, you can't deny $10 million turnover up. Um, clearance rate, you know, very healthy, and uh, it bodes well going forward. So, and you, you're so right. Like, that is a huge amount of um, aggregate. Like, the, the 14% of a book one, 14% increase, um, which is, and the average, 11% increase. So that, that's outstanding. And you, you kind of you accept a, a, a little bit of a down day, you know, especially with the way it uh, bounced back yesterday. So... And yeah. every, oh, everyone I hear talk keeps saying depth of stallion, depth of stallion. We seem to have a, a stallion, a c- combined stallion roster across New Zealand breeders at the moment, which is, it's really good. Is it as good as you've seen in your time? Obviously, we've been a powerhouse going way back, but is it yeah. better than it has been this century? Uh, look, it's better for a long time. You know, obviously the halcyon days when, you know, you go over, you've got Grove and Centaines, you know, all those sort of horses yeah, going yeah, yeah. around. But this, um, but this is the best we've seen it for some time, uh, no question about it. And, and there's no doubt uh, the influence. I mean, there's real green shoots. The influence of Entain on the industry has been enormous, uh, and just even the fact that they put that racing club together and were buying horses. So you had another tier of buyers there uh, at the sale, comp, you know, competing. Obviously, you know, David Ellis was huge again. Uh, you need buyers of multiple horses and when you get that you know the likes of go racing etc it's it's marvelous and some of the trainers stepped up as well which was good um and it all came together and uh now nah, look i i think everybody be you know quietly satisfied with uh, with how it all turned out steve how much of it ultimately comes back to stakes stakes money Oh, that's you know, I've I've always said that, Louis. You know, you can spend all the money in your life on on, on money marketing and everything else, but at the end of the day, stake money is what you know. Getting a return back to people that are investing industry is key, uh, and good horses, you know, and and that's the other thing that will help this industry too going forward. Is not only will the stake money increase, but people will be less inclined to sell them. And so we're going to have these very good horses going around here in New Zealand. And that'll bring people back to the races, the halcyon days of Sunline going around and Bone Crusher and those sort of horses. And we're seeing the industry now in mainstream media. And that's that's the exciting thing for me. Uh, You know, the old adage of rugby racing and beard sort of dropped out of the psyche of New Zealand. But it's good to see racing's coming back. Rugby's got its issues too. But like racing, you know... We, we, you know, yeah. but we're kicking back. You know, it's it's great to see. And uh, as I say, I'm I've never been so more. And I made that comment. You know, it's never been a better time to be involved. You know, if you want to get involved into a syndicate, you know, I often used to say you get involved and think to share the losses. But there's a real opportunity now.
of getting a return. I mean, the, the stake money on offer, the $200,000 bonuses if you bought out a book two for new owners and for the book two horses and things, they're, they're tangible bloody returns. And we, we will ultimately see it. And I spoke to one or two of the trainers and they said, look, they haven't quite seen it yet, but when we see the stake money and the money coming back to the people, I think we'll see the domestic buying bench improve and increase as going forward. Yeah, no, you, you're making perfect sense, and and like the the innovation and the way that they have in the NZB Kiwi and the the, the slot race, like yep. it's not it's not just here and now. It's like um, it's aspirational because you buy a horse at the sale, right? You you can have a crack at the two year old. Sure, you can have a crack at the three year old, crack, and and then all of a sudden we've got the four year old race, but we've got a slot race now. If you're good enough, a horse like Full Force, for example, you know it's it's likely it could be sold to Hong Kong, and fair enough, so they can inject more money those owners and and um and and have another crack. But the reality is, if it doesn't get sold, it's not it's not the the be all and end all because it, you, you can actually race a horse in New Zealand now yep. and feel pretty good about it, which we haven't had really for a wee while, have we? No, exactly. And then look at Alice, you know, with the track. I know they got rain on the day, et cetera. Uh, but, I mean, that's it's outstanding. I think with the gates closed, it was like shades of going to the Durban July in South Africa where they <laughs> shut the gate, no more people, please. I mean, when you get to that stage, and, and that's the exciting thing, you know, you know, when you've got a track uh, and facilities that we have and, and located where it is in Auckland, uh, if we get on the worldwide, um, you know, betting platforms and, and these races. I mean, we turned nine and a half million they turned over on six races. I mean, that's just <laughs> phenomenal. And that comes back to the yeah. industry. So, it, it, I mean, we are really seeing, and I hate to be like John Mitchell and, and, and using these colloquial you know, marketing terms, but we are seeing real green shoots, real green shoots and people sort of to enthuse people to get involved. And, and hopefully now off the back of this, we'll get people saying, well, geez, you know, I wouldn't mind buying them. Or, or farmers have got a bit of property. I wouldn't mind buying them here now. You know, there's going to be a return. So, you know, I look and get into the breeding game. So it all flows yeah. through, hopefully. Well, to steal to borrow another John Mitchell phrase, we we, we the journey the journey is starting to become a, a little clearer, and we're starting to reap the reap the woods. Um, Steve, I've got Sam Williams on the line, so I'll I'll let you carry on on your very good day. Did you sell any nice uh, little Avondale yearlings? Were there a, I, a couple of? Pe- I uh, I got a nice little quote from Sam. I sold one yesterday for forty one thousand, and uh, yeah, everybody enjoyed that. It's a it's a bit of fun. Anyway, it's all good. <laughs> Sam's the Sam had a pretty good sale, and he had a very nice Avondale that made good money and everything else. But uh, no, he's, uh, he's a, they got a good team. The whole thing was good. No, it was excellent. Okay, Steve, you carry on. You go rest that voice. You were fantastic this week. Um, it was it was good stuff, mate. Congratulations uh, for your part in it as well, and, and we'll talk again soon. Cheers, mate. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.